welcome to the Uneducated and Angry Podcast. Thanks, Mum. I'm your host, Chris. Hoovered my grand, mopped my patio, decided to paint my mud black. <laughs> Jamie? Hello. Hello. Fuck you. Ask cancer. Oh, fuck you guys, I'm going home. Move on. Banksy. This is fucking Ricardo. Banksy, you're wrong. <laughs> I was definitely Banksy. Jesus Christ. Um, community idiot. Alfred. Alfred. Alfred Davis. Chucky. Mixed with Down syndrome. Tittles. Suicide. So we've got a rich history. With the elections coming up again. I enjoy so. this album. You're an animal. You're an animal. Fuck it up, Jack. This whole thing is pathetic. Hello and welcome to a brand new season of the Uneducated and Angry Podcast. A place where three cunts and the chin dribbler that is James, will he attend or won't he, like to bore the fuck out of you with our utter gibberish and pretend to make out that we have a clue about what we are talking about. So, over the Xmas period, gentlemen, what have we all been up to? Well, to start off with, I'm Chris. Hi. Thanks for the introduction. Standard. <laughs> it's Hot not like we've life. done this before or anything, is it? <laughs> Three months prep for this. <laughs> Three months prep, only ten minutes. Oh god, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I celebrated Christmas, Banksy, because I'm religious. Did you really? What 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 was what happened in your religious Christmas celebrations? Not a lot. <laughs> don't, don't say I'm too enthusiastic, mate. I, 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 uh, I, uh, Christmas I, Eve. Oh, go on. And I was going to say I attended Christmas. I didn't celebrate. So I fucking couldn't be arsed this year. You attended Christmas dinner? Yeah, well, that's the only thing I care about these days, man. <laughs> You're one of those that goes fucking, it's the holidays, not Christmas, man. Mm. No, I'm not. Well, I know it's Christmas. I just can't be fucking bothered with it anymore. It's just shit. That's because you've got no family to buy your presents, you fat lonely cunt. I don't want to buy them. Wow. <laughs> well, but, Cookie, I've got a question for you. And this will say a lot about Jamie. Is it mum or mom? We've already had this discussion. It's mom. Mom. It's M O M. Yeah. M O M. Yeah. M O M. All right. Swiftly moving on then. Exactly. Uh, Jason, as per fucking usual. <laughs> We've not even got yeah. into this podcast, and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Setting the standards from the fucking yeah, get go. He's a fucking cunt, mate. He was arguing with me on Facebook the other day, and he's convinced all of his fucking turnip-eating fucking dickhead friends. That it's MUM and not MOM. Because they're all obsessed with Yorkshire now because of this dweeb. It's fucking it's unbelievable, mate. Fuck. Why would you not be obsessed with Yorkshire? It's the greatest county in the whole of the ununited kingdom. It's not even the greatest county, county in Yorkshire, mate. So I don't know what the fuck you're on about. Yorkshire's Isn't shit. The north, west, east, and south. It's a technical on east. Yeah. East riding. Still geographically anyway. misplaced. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what so, I got up to? I got go sick. On. Oh no! Oh yeah! yeah I yeah. decided to, uh, I decided to drink a couple of beers over my mm-hmm. Christmas dinner, which then turned into about three bottles of wine, <laughs> which then turned into me walking around my uncle and auntie's house with my grandparents, my auntie's parents, uh, cousins, my auntie's sister and her family, young kids, me just strolling around the house with a bottle of port, swigging it like I'm fucking Uncle Albert. Given it large, and then I passed out on a door frame. <laughs> I, I wish I could have up, seen that. I wish I could have seen. Woke that. up four hours later. I'll get you the picture of this because it's amazing. I fell asleep. You know the the corner of the actual door. Yeah. My, my yeah. head was against the corner of the door for three hours, and then I woke up at the three hour point, covered in sick. <laughs> Treat yourself. And this was all by what one o'clock in the afternoon or something. No, 
I think I fell asleep about nine in the afternoon, evening. That's not too bad. Bless you. That's not too bad at all. Yeah. I'll behave this year. Yeah. Last year was a complete mm. not a different story. I was a right fucking drunken mess, but this year, behaved. I was boring. Is it Touch this year or is it last year? Good point. All right, last year and then the year before, I was turbo drunk. Mm. Well, if we're going to fucking mess. You know, state things that are facts on this podcast, let's get things right from the start. I've been Banks, what did you get up to? Much. Did you have a communist Christmas with like? Yeah, we did. Awful... We we did. We um, went for a parade down the big street while all the tanks and the men with guns uh, so uh, went past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gay pride. pride. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, no, I had a nice Christmas. I, I cooked Christmas dinner. We, we had Yorkshire puddings. Everybody loved it. Um, it was just nice and peaceful. It was super cold, and yeah, it was really, really good. Really, my, my my first ever Bulgarian Christmas. It's no different than any other Christmas, to be honest. I reckon it is. But, well, other than the fact it's in Bulgaria, yeah, but there'll be a lot more. There's more the fucking turnips, obviously. Mm, yeah, I mean, do you know what? We didn't even have we didn't even have turnips turnips for this dinner. Makes me sick. Um, <laughs> But no, it makes me sick. But no, um, do you know something I've been thinking about? Jesus Christ. Um, I, I know, I had a thought once that. <laughs> Has anyone got any interesting New Year's resolutions and or have you heard of anyone come up with any interesting ones? Well, yeah, my New Year's resolution is not to listen to people talk about New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> So, this season of the Educated and Angry podcast is slightly different. Each week, we'll have a new host, just like before, but each week will be the complicated and under-spasticated version of Trevor McDonald trying to do the news. Turn your volume up, get yourself comfortable, and get ready for what we can promise will make more sense than Al Jazeera, CNN, the BBC, and Sky News can throw together. Cookie. Well, the headline for you is Grandson tells his nan, You won't kill my wife like you did my mum. Talk about it. She didn't kill his mum. <laughs> Moving on to the next headline. Right. Um... No, she didn't know. This is what this this what fucks me off of this. I mean, mm. not only did, is that quote completely wrong, because he was talking to the media and he blames the media for killing his mum. Nothing to do with fucking Queenie. But it's like, there's no fucking proof either way that she killed her. I mean, it's suspect as fuck, but did she kill her? Maybe. Who knows? Who cares is probably more the fucking right word. You know what I mean? Like, fuck them all. No, but... Royal prince. What, Who's Michael... <laughs> Who's his dad? Him. That's an easiest one to work out. <laughs> um, the, um, one of the, um, the, the reasons, obviously, behind this, I mean, if you're familiar with the interview, it's just him, and um, just like all media outlets, they've got this interview, and twisted words that that can easily be you know determined as he's saying my mom my, my nan killed my mom and it's just like no like i've watched it and i i, I saw the headline on it and i was like nah. yeah the, the frame oh, it is if fucking he said that to the queen and he clearly didn't because he's not got the balls because mm. he knows that she'll probably off him 
But like, yeah, he'll be next. Yeah, it's like, it's the same thing we do all the time. They'll just put the headline, and you'll think one thing, and then if you actually read the story, which ninety nine percent of people don't, you'll realise mm. it's something completely fucking different. Are you saying that the mainstream media was lying? I wouldn't dare say such a thing, mate. They'll probably start hacking my phone. Cheers, Pierce. I will. I will. Um, I mean, the, the thing is, though, Harry is the least royal of all the royals, simply because. At, Simply because his dad. I Let's not speak point. about this, though. Go on. Prince Andrew is the most unroyal of royals. <laughs> Prince Andrew is the we'll most unroyal of Prince... royals, mate. He <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Priest, that We're going to get to Prince Andrew point. later. We're going to get to Prince Andrew later. <laughs> but um, but no, he's he's the least royal, though, in my opinion, he's simply because his dad. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, his dad is not Charles, and his <laughs> mum was married into the family, so he's not he's not even royal. Mm. He's, he's more like Enfield council estate or something and wherever james hewitt comes from and he's ginger yeah well another thing we'll discuss another headline that's coming up um but no i mean so i mean in terms of that though we we, we do believe that that's just kind of like bullshit and oh, complete bullshit um, mate. it's the same thing they do every every fucking headline mate i just want to kick mm. them all in the fucking cunt with a canoe fuck them all <laughs> well on the back of this so obviously we've got Grandson tells his nan, you won't kill my life, wife like you did my mum. The next one is the Harry and Meghan Markle debacle. So, for those not familiar, this Who is about... Up with that shit? Banksy, of course. It's been a long afternoon. <laughs> but obviously this one is about apparently him turning around and saying, we don't want to do any of these duties anymore and all these other things. Like, what do we think about that? But again, that's wrong because they've not said they don't want to do duties. They just want to step back from being so much in the public eye. Eat. Step back is not the same as going, I don't want to. What, why would he want to engage with the people that he blames for killing his mom? Which ultimately is what happened. I mean, she was just hounded by the press constantly. And that's what's happening with him. What, why would he want to deal with them pricks, mate? The press seem to have this fucking... Like stick up the arse that sit that seems to be like they're the the like the purveyors of you know what's right and wrong and moral and all this and really they're just fucking grubby cunts that will do anything for a story. I mean, look what the they did the, the fucking hacking scandal where they're hacking like the the fucking parents of murdered kids and shit. It's fucking disgusting. So why would he want to deal with them on a daily fucking basis? It's ridiculous. Mm. The other day, he's been in the public eye for what thirty five odd years. I can't remember how old he is. About thirty years, mm. twenty five. And 30 for thirty three of them, he's had no responsibility whatsoever. Three years ago, again, give or take, you met Megan, and you could tell from then he started to take a step back from the public eye. Because mm. he started getting responsibility and fucking a fact his own family made up, and then since his son's come across, the the media have just pounced on him. Yeah, constantly. He's like yeah. he's like the not the mask, the poster boy of the royal family. Mm. For a ginger lad, he's good looking. I'd certainly stick it in him. <laughs> but now he's got his responsibility, his family, he wants to keep them as safe as possible, and quite rightly, yeah. from the mm. life-invading fucktards that is the media that are just too desperate to get some shit story. Like the story they've made up, and I don't know if you've got it later on, about Wills and fucking Harry aren't as close as they used to be. Because, you know, everyone's <laughs> privy to that information. Hmm. That some fucking boot cleaner of the horse's stable leaked to the fucking sun. 
for 20 quid. Just... I'll tell you something. So to go along this, how the media will try it, will <laughs> find a story and just blow it up. So um, I don't know how familiar you are with this. Uh, the Queen's um, Royal Bra Fitter or something like that, at some point, I don't know how recently came out and obviously sold the story of how big her bras are. And the royal family took him to court, or took her to court, uh, and the lost. <laughs> you fucking lost. And, another story, it's great. What happened was and, the woman okay, who, who's the official... I'm the news, queen. I'm supposed to give you half a story. Well, you're fucking useless, mate. You're not supposed to, tell you. you're just tell playing you. it off as no. if that's what you're supposed to do, because you're a fucking idiot. No, it's because I don't know the truth. The, the woman who was the official bra, whatever you want to call it, fucking lingerie <laughs> woman for the fucking queen, she, she, <laughs> she wrote a book. And she included um, non-personal stories about the Queen. So she's basically saying what it was like to be the Queen's um, fucking lingerie woman, whatever you want to call it. And then she she kicked mm. off and she removed the royal um, the royal as part because like any sort of company the royals deal with, like you know, like this place gets the royal part uh, of the name. So all the so like Yorkshire was, Tea has that symbol on it. Not so much the a symbol, standard. but it's it like you yeah. get not that royal Protection. part of it. So you get like, mm. say, like if she started dealing with us, we'd be the royal uneducated and whatever. So oh, all yeah. it was was she. Well, had give that me a second. I'm just getting a call from Buckingham. As the fucking lingerie woman, and she moved on to someone else. Mm. That shit happens all the time with all different companies. Mm. Like okay. it just happens, and everyone just seems to make a big deal of it. It's like fuck off. Who gives a fuck? Honestly, it's it's. Pointless news. I mean, with the the Meghan Markle, that must be bouncing off their fucking shins at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to what she looks like in lingerie and a bit of Anne Summers. Yeah, or Victoria's Secret. That's the question I want to know. Uh, China number well, one. <laughs> well, when we become her number one podcast and media outlet, um, we'll uh, we'll obviously uh, the great royalists that we are. And we'll um, we'll ask her. And but one of the things that I did like about this Meghan and Harry Markle the debacle thing is the BBC they touted it as um, the Queen organises like emergency meeting over fears that the family is falling apart. And I was like, well, I scrolled across the bottom, and I was like, come on, seriously, like. What, what's blown it, my nothing. mind more than anything is that he's, he's got more flack off the press and the country as a whole than what fucking Prince Andrew did for fucking diddling kids, mate. Mm, <laughs> yes. Diddling kids. Diddling kids. Diddling. Yeah. diddling. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, wife, do you fancy a quick diddle? <laughs> <laughs> but it's right though isn't it he's got more flack I mean mm. the Prince Andrew thing lasted three or four days if that and this the Markle debacle has been going on a week now at least the only reason week. it lasted three or four days was because of his interview mm. if he didn't which was hilarious he probably washed under the carpet yeah, fucking move on exactly my mm. point and he goes basically says I don't want to well, be part of Express. Anymore. I want to go out and live my own life and do things my own mm. way with my family and everyone's like mm. how dare you it's like oh fuck off Go fuck yourself. Mm. It does my it's so Woking, fucking you know, a tourist hotspot for Americans, like Pizza Express <laughs> is making a killer. <laughs> is this where Prince Andrew got his nuts wet? <laughs> is this where he wasn't sweating? <laughs> he must have had Lynx Africa on that day. 
<laughs> no, it's it's that interview. I sat there like, just question. one Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. It one Sunday morning. I'm in bed. I get the laptop. It's like an hour long or something. And it's brilliant. It's such a good interview because she's just like, oh my god. If I have had had have been in a similar situation, or you or anyone else. And the excuse was, oh, well, I, I served off something like that and I got shot, so that means I, I don't sweat. And, oh, yeah, definitely 10 years ago was something I remember. I was at Peaks Express on a Thursday. It's like, no, no, you would have gone down. But because it's him, it's like, he must be telling the truth. But it's like, we all know. Now, we all know. To it's be like, fair, right, what, what was the best thing about that interview is that you watch it and he's so convinced, like, throughout that it's going well. You know he walked out mm-hmm. of that and was like, well, that was a job Nailed well it. done. What's next? Pizza <laughs> Express? Like, that, like, that's like, you know for a fact he thought it was well until he got home mm. and fucking the Queen was stood on his doorstep giving him the fucking stink eye and was like, what the fuck have you done? Mm. Ridiculous. Well, at least we know Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's the, the I, I love the whole sort of relationship that he had with Epstein and it's just like, like what did he say? As in, um, oh, so so why did you stay in one one weekend when you knew he'd been convicted of, of being a paedophile or something like this? And he was like, like, it was suspicions in it. <laughs> yeah, it was convenient. Yeah, that was his words. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute. You you, you might not be like an immediate prince or whatever, um, but I'm pretty sure that if you run any sort of hotel or anything that, in in, in New York, hotels. they'd sort you out. In New York, that cater specifically for that sort of clientele, that they have like mm. fucking um, like royals, uh, you know, like all the fucking Saudi royals and stuff. That that's where they stay. Mm. And if it's good enough for them, it's good for some second-rate fucking royal that's not even in line for the mm. throne. It's ridiculous. Get the fuck uh, out of here. I mean, I imagine, like, say, if he's going from, you know, his nice hotel that he's staying at with his Saudi prince mate um, is, is staying there and they're talking about what kids kids they've been touching um, ooh, have you heard about Epstein there's his business card um, and then they want to go to like the American Pizza Express I imagine they'll jump in their like royal uh, entourage and they're, they're not going to get a taxi either but I'm pretty sure like the police would make a route even for him so he no. can get there quickly because is a terror. It's only is a is a is a high target. Not really. Of... I mean, they the, the probably have a security guy that sets a route, and they have a small little team with them with a couple of armed police. But Ross Kemp, yeah, with Ross Kemp. <laughs> but Hello. if you think about it, like he's not the Queen and he's not in line for the throne. Mm. So security wise, he probably has a few. You know, ex special forces or ex terrorist police or mm. whatever it is. You know, they're okay. the sort of people that work for him. But <clears throat> you know, he's not going to get the sort of protection that the fucking prime minister gets or the queen gets or the fucking you know Donald Trump or whatever. Which is what I'm yeah. guessing you're thinking it's like. Yeah, like I, yeah, I, I imagine because he's still a member of the royal family, he'd still get something. But I think I've just thought of the worst job in the world. You've kind of given it to me. So you know, like with the um, American Secret Service, and they have this sort of like pledge that they have to take a bullet for the president. Can you imagine? Can you imagine when Donald Trump came on board and they're just like, "I've got to take a bullet for that gun." Yeah, but you're assuming that like, most people don't like Donald Trump. 
I guarantee most of the yeah. fucking Secret Service of when he was elected went, thank fuck it's him and not the fucking demigoblin that was fucking Hillary Clinton. Most Demi of the goblin. fucking American forces <laughs> can't stand Hillary Clinton. Uh, so it's probably it's probably yeah. safer for them to be in that line of work. Yeah, I mean, Hillary Clinton's <laughs> despised amongst fucking uh, most of America, actually. That's why she lost. Hmm. I thought the world... I thought the world, but anyway, right, we'll move on to this too, the next headline. So, question to you both. Should pensioners be allowed to drive? No. (laughs) Moving on. So, um, why? Because I have to sit behind them and they're fucking awkwardly fucking large Peugeot fucking... Like, uh, you know, the Peugeots are adapted for disabled twats. Like, every, mm-hmm. And then you sat there at a T-junction and you want to turn right and he's sat in front of you and you want to turn right and you're like, you could have gone then, you could have gone then, you could have gone then. You're like, fucking ten minutes I stuck at a junction once. Ten actual minutes. Not exaggerating. Like, legit ten minutes. And I was like, mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me? I nearly got out, like, drove the car for him. It was ridiculous. And they're letting these people fucking drive. It's insane. Fuck off. But then Prince Philip, obviously, this is where I'm going with this. He, I know we're talking, it was a good while ago, but um, <clears throat> he gave up his driver's license. Uh, I think it was about a year ago. 97 years old, 98 years yeah, old. what's he coming on that driving for? Mm. I mean, why is he driving anyway? I mean, he is the Queen's husband. Surely he could, I mean, I, I also get it. He might either enjoy driving or he just might want to do a little bit of normal things and freedom. But, like... It's too fucking old. And it's like, and, and I think he's had three crashes in his 90s. All his fault. What gets me is that you don't have to t- retake a test. So you could do your driving test. Like, like, like for him, I'm guessing he did his driving test when he was like fucking 18 or whatever. And he's now fucking 97. Yeah, that's like fucking 70 years later. And he doesn't have to mm-hmm. retake a driving test. How many driving rules have been fucking changed since then? How many? That's a good point, yeah. When he took his test, there wasn't even speed limits on the fucking motorway. (laughs) Mm. Because there was no such thing as speed. (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. But it's like, so he gets to 70 years later, just still be able to drive on the same fucking license when there's loads of rules coming. It's mental, Mm. mate. And I'm sure in like 70 years' time... Things are going to have changed a hell of a lot, like driving on the rules road. road. So when we get to that age, we should have to take a test and have to do an eye, an eye test and, you know, like a reaction test. So if you if you can't drive and then, like, like um, what's a hazard perception test? So if you can't pass the hazard perception test, you shouldn't be mm-hmm. able to drive. So why is he not being able to do that when he's 70, at 90 fucking 70? Well, the thing is, what you've highlighted there is, is a common misconception. So, um, I, it's, oh, I, don't, I can't remember what year it came in, but it's past 10, 15 years. But British drivers over the age of 70 are required to renew their driver's license every three years. Now, it's not a driving test. They're required to renew their driver's license. And basically what that means is they have to go for, obviously, the eye checkup and a medical examination. The only person who doesn't need that, the only two people who doesn't need that, is the Queen 
and Prince Philip. <laughs> the two people who fucking need it, apparently. Mm. But I think you did highlight some extremely good points, which is rules have changed, apparently. Um, so apparently the Queen doesn't have a driving licence, but she has been driving and she's made use of this privilege since 1945. Just reading this right now. But um, the rules have changed so much over the years. So if you passed your test 60 years ago, which would make him 90, which would make him 67, 68 years old, so still an old man, the rules have changed. Like the M1 was built in like what? 19... The, the M1 wasn't even built when he probably learned to drive. That's how old he is. Not having a car sucks. I don't know if any of you guys have, like, you've sent your car to the garage or whatever and you've had to go for, without a car for a week. It sucks. Hmm. Dick. Like, you can't really get anywhere unless you've got a spare car. You have to rely on lifts and all that. So, imagine losing your licence because of old age. That's going to suck balls. I get it. But you're not fucking safe on the road. Like, not at all. Hmm. Especially with, like, the car technology. Can you imagine, right? Prince, like someone that's 97 year old buying a fucking Tesla, a Tesla, <laughs> that like their fucking slowest cars do like 0 to 60 in like fucking four seconds or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine him just getting control of that? Just going, yeah, it's, it's fine. Nothing's going to go wrong there. I know your reactions are shit as fuck now because you're old. <laughs> you put your foot down and you're fucking gone in a Tesla. There's no like listening for revs or whatever like that. You just fucking shoot down the road. So yeah. fucking it, like it baffles my mind that they're allowed to do that. Baffles my mind. Well, to both of you. So both of you drive for a living, but I'll start with Cookie. Like, how annoying is it when you get an old person in front? You've already kind of said, Jim, but how annoying is it when you're just doing your job, you're doing your day to day, and it's an old person? In- People have got to get places so they can take the time if all they want. You get a free bus pass at 70, just saying. Well, if the bus services fucking worked, that might be an option. But That's a fair know. point. And at the end of the day, if they're old enough to qualify for a bus pass, which means they need easier transportation links, mm-hmm. shall we say, then why shouldn't they have to reset a driving test at that point? As Jamie's already alluded to, Rules, regulations, highway code, etc. has all changed. Different vehicles on the road, etc., etc. But at the same time, vehicles have changed as well. So why aren't they subject to changes like speed limits and things like that? Why are we still doing 70 mile an hour on the motorway when we know that a vehicle can reduce in half the time that it used to when these cunts took the fucking driver test? Mm. I'm with you there as well. But um, like, I think, to sum it up for this one, pensioners should... Like, obviously, that should have to do like a like a fucking eye exam to see they can still see, but they should still have to do a, a hazard perception and a theory test, even if it's free, even if it's paid for by the by the taxpayer. Say like, I think it should be. Yeah, it should be. I mean, if like to say to to bring this rule into a pensioner and say, fucking, you know, we're going to bring this in every three years or every is year. That's what they say, is it? Fucking. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but like, it should just be free. Free, just turn up to the driver's, uh, you know, the assessment centre or whatever, do your hazard perception, or even if they do it at like a GP. Whatever, just sit you in the corner with a receptionist and just say, there you are, pa- pass this. And then they send that off to the DVLA, happy days. I'll be happy with that. If you can drive and you can be safe on the road, I don't give a fuck. Well, my... 
it's always something that's always um, I've always found kind of funny is on the M62, my granddad was going from like Castleford to Leeds, for instance, and he's going down the motorway and the sirens comes on and he gets pulled over. And I didn't know that this was a thing, but it makes perfect sense. So he's going down the motorway and he gets pulled over. Excuse me, officer, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to have to give you a ticket, like Mr. Banks. It's like, why? Because you're going too slow. Now, old people are infamous for driving too slow. And my granddad got a ticket for driving too slow on the motorway, which is a perfectly reasonable thing. Because if you're not willing to go to 60, 70, then you're dangerous. You're just as dangerous as doing 100 mile an hour. That's why they raised the speed limit on HGVs from 40 to 50 on back roads. Oh, they had the locked, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. What they were finding was that people on, like, you know, B roads, you drive, like, truckers who actually does the speed limit, for instance, does the 40. You get fucking knobheads in the BMWs doing suicidal overtakes on blind corners and shit. So they raised the speed limit to 50, and, like, the accident rates have dropped. For that specific thing. Make things right then. So, I think we agree that uh, pensioners should be allowed to drive, but they definitely should uh, have more reinforced and stringent stringent rules. Perfect. So, the next headline. Windsor's for justice. Can we help Prince Harry find his real dad? <laughs> Literally any ginger person other than his dad. <laughs> so there's no way that there's no way. It's not literally any ginger person because you're ginger and you're fucking rats. <laughs> He's got a point. Yeah, fair one. I mean, his dad is James Hewitt, someone who. Princess Diana, you know, she was the the nation's sweetheart. Uh, um, you know what I mean? She, everyone was fond of her, um, especially the men of about the ages 40 to 60 of uh, Muslim or just rich descent, um, <laughs> some way from Egypt, I think he was from. Um, but, um, but yeah, there's, she basically had it off with everyone. Uh, I, I think Stan Collymore was someone who she ended up nobbing as well, but don't hold me to that. But um, I won't. But, but yeah, yeah, she would be a knob. England's rose, ladies and gentlemen. England's rose. <laughs> yeah, England yeah. Um, but you know, there's, there's, like we alluded to earlier, Harry is a, a, a handsome man, and William's not ugly by any stretch of the imagination. But if they have the same mother and father, then one of them definitely got the wrong end of the ugly stick. Um, and that would be Harry because when you see the pictures of Harry and James Hewitt they're so much alike it's crazy yeah it is like ridiculous mm. identical at certain points so do you think within inside the royal family they the, the way I think about this is they must have done a DNA test or something along those lines. And they don't have any needs to pub the shit or anything, to, to quash any rumours or conspiracy or whatever. But he's got to be. There's no way he's not. I'd love for him to prove it that he is his dad. That'd be hilarious. Like, mm. Imagine when he... Because mm. he, he's obviously sort of stepping back from the royal family now as much as he can mm. do anyway. Imagine if he just did, like, 
Oh, what are them fucking like, ancestry DNA tests or whatever? And it comes out that he was actually his dad. Like, mm. <laughs> that'd be amazing. That, like, if, if I worked ancestry DNA and then I, that popped up on my email, I say, do this test for this test. And then it's like, it actually pops up that there is dad. There's no way you're not leaking that. There's mm. no way. I'd be like, it's worth getting sacked. It's worth the billion dollar fucking lawsuit that ancestry is going to have mm. DNA. To prove that that that's a thing, I swear to God, that's amazing. <laughs> what I've just thought of, and when we're on about the bullshit of the media and how sometimes they will go to the deepest, darkest lengths to get a story, yeah. I'm surprised. For instance, that they ain't like Prince Harry goes to fucking comb and shit and just done it behind. Exactly. The I'm I'm sat at my desk right now. I've got you know a glass of vodka, and I'm just thinking, right. Really, Prince Harry will go to many events. He'll, he'll eat many food and all these. What's to stop someone from taking like a spoon and keeping it? Boom! There we are. We've got that aura glass. And then James Hewitt, he's got to be somewhat of a minor celebrity. Like I don't know what he does for a living, but he's got to do something. And it's he must be a much easier target to get hold of. And then just fucking DNA test it. Is there any similarity to, between these two? There's got to be. To be fair, it does say here, right? Um... James Hewitt Lifford is his middle name. That's such a fucking dickhead middle name, isn't it? James Lifford mm. is a uh, is a British former uh, former British cavalry officer. Um, he came to public attention in the mid nineties after after he disclosed an infidelity that he had engaged with with uh, Diana Rabbit. And uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're def- they're definitely fucking poor to each other. Is you suddenly put it? And that was knobbed, wasn't it? Mm. So he definitely mobbed her, which is fucking ridiculous because he's hideous. And Diana was mm-hmm. gorgeous, mate. Pot kettle she black right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, you're saying this, but maybe she just had a really bad taste in men because <clears throat> even if the Stan Collymore thing is incorrect, Muhammad Al Fayed was not a fucking good looking man. He reminds she me wasn't of the shagging fat Muhammad Al Fayed, you fucking. You know, she's shagging his son or something, wasn't she? Well, there you go. Oh, it's a bit different. But I know, but even he's. Different. Even it, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, ignore what I was going to say. Because I was going to say that Mohamed Al Fayed looks like the the fat naked guy in in Bruno, um, who was running around the hotel. Sasha Baron but, Cohen's finest moment, right there. Mm, mm, yeah, that was yeah, a that was brilliant. Big Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. He's a great he's movie. He's a brilliant guy. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. It's mm. brilliant. But, I mean, do you think there's we could do something maybe on the page or on Facebook where you can turn around and maybe start like a GoFundMe page or something? Or, or so, someone just go and um, get these two items. Or do you think it's probably already what happened? What two items are you after? A fucking egg and sperm? <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to no, clone? No, because... <laughs> No, because it, it can't be that difficult to get hold of something that has both of their DNA on and do the test. <laughs> so so I'm also wondering if it has happened, but with things like super injunctions and gagging orders and all those sort of things, um, yeah, maybe it has happened and they've just got wind of it. Are you wanting it. to inseminate Ellie with his sperm? Possibly. (laughs) Possibly. Possibly. Uh, Let me just put that on my to do list number one. Turkey Uh, based at Ellie with fucking. By the time you get ready to do it, Banksy, she'll probably not be fertile anymore anyway. 
Wow. <laughs> I'm still privy to this. So, um, is there any other suspected people on the list? Or do we just, do we all feel that James Hewitt is the father? 100% the father. Oh, hi, Cookie. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Cookie, do you agree? What what chances do you think there is that Charles is the dad? I reckon uh, Stan Collymore could be the dad, like. Because <laughs> what's anagram of ginger? Collymore. No, not where I was going with it at all. But <laughs> I don't know. Cheers, Diane Abbott. Oh, <laughs> what's an anagram of ginger? You can't you can't ginger. make that into another word, can you? You're so you fucking dense, man. It's unreal. Fuck what's on. an anagram of ginger, Banksy? Come on, we're actually going to wait for this to happen now. Oh, oh! <laughs> I googled Penny it. Penny oh. in the air. It's that, th- <laughs> it's that thing. It's that thing I got banned for. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So it's, it's, oh, so that's how. That's my new. That's my new name on Xbox. Anagram of Ginger. Right, so. <laughs> I like that. That's brilliant. So, next story. The Brits twits. So, the reason why this headline came up is, is the Brits twits. Just oh, follow me. I'm reading it, and yeah. I can hear it, and it still doesn't fucking make sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense. Well, does it? all right. Well, what we'll do is we'll just do this again. Brits twits. So, there's um what I like about the the royal. What you princess. like is hearing your own fucking voice. He does, doesn't he? He doesn't shut the fuck up, does he? <laughs> I can't wait to play this back. I'm going to be rubbing one off. But anyway, um, what I really like is there's a video especially of them two. They're in some sort of hangar and they're talking and they're giving jokes about... Ooh. They're basically just... They're, they're fucking two princes. I about Diana and fucking Hewitt or Collymore. <laughs> no, no, no. Rubbing one off. <laughs> oh, I'll fire. No, but basically, so so they're there and, and they're just... Do you know what? But do you know what? They're just being oh, lads. That's all they're doing. They're just being lads. And it, and, it, and it ends. It ends with, um, with William... Saying to Harry, at least I'm not ginger. Are you familiar with the video? Yeah, I'm familiar. It's family guy. Yeah. Yeah. So what I like about that is they're just lads. They're just boys. They might be. Yeah, that's, that's these because they were raised by Anna line. for the most part. William and Harry mm, weren't raised by Anna. They're not princes. Yeah. They weren't raised by Diana. They were raised by Camilla when Diana went out of the window. Um, but um, uh, but yeah, which one do you think's better? I'm fucking spit it out already, Jesus Christ, mate. Five minutes mm. to get a fucking question out. Who's better, Harry or fucking the other for... one? And it's Harry. Mm. Why? Because he's fucking uh, ginger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> say, Jamie, you're wrong. You think William's better? Mm. To be fair, yeah, he's, he is not been the better. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not yeah. been the better looking mm. one. I mean, How I, you could be that I, I, rats and pull that bird is fucking amazing. The man at you and he didn't there at a fucking like Shrek's fucking hemorrhoid. Fucking hottie, and I would be a fucking sad, lonely fatty mm. in my fucking flat. Did you hear how them two met? She was probably fucking drugged and put in the back of a fucking van, mate. No, no, no. They um, he, met at university. He, yeah, you know. So he went with his friends, as you do. So Prince William, next in line to the throne. No, he's not. 
Um, so next, next in line. Second in line. Sorry, misinformed. Miss so I, right. I am the news. You are never right at anything. You're hosting this and you're still fucking wrong at everything. <laughs> all right, well, I'll tell you something. Next week, you could fucking host it and we'll see how right you are all the time. Don't, don't, no, I'll, right. I'll, I'll Just don't state fucking shit facts all the time. If you know you're not no, right, I don't, don't state, state facts. I don't state shit facts. <laughs> you, no, mistake, you mistake. don't state facts, mate. You talk shit. <laughs> That's what, there's not been one fact tonight. You're just like, here's something I half read on the internet. Yes. <laughs> no, no, so how the Met is, so hell, Prince God. William, Jesus time, so it must be Prince true. William went to, um, were, like, with his friends at some university somewhere, and they were doing a fashion show. I think it's a really nice story. So they went there doing a fashion show, and Kate Middleton's doing a fashion show, just walking up and down, wearing all these clothes, and it's just really nice. I think it's a really, and it just fell in love with this normal girl. Shut the and fuck then, up, you and fucking then, snowflake! And then, oh my god, what are you going to be like? I just think that, it's really that pretty. That's the most boring. Well, saying that, you, your fucking Beauty and the Beast was on your top ten film list, so you can just fuck off and die. <laughs> fuck it, it was Literally. so nice. So, oh god, it was like a Disney moment. So, <laughs> fuck off. Supposed to meeting your missus on fucking grinder. He's got a point, Jamie. So um, I'll take that over that shitty catwalk story any fucking day of the week. It's a nice story, Compared but anyway. So do you Joseph still Fritzl's do you still think? Yeah, that's that. Oh God, I bet that's on live leak. But do you still think that? Um, <laughs> that oh, don't oh, interrupt him. Just let it get it out. <laughs> do you still think, then, Jamie, with um, Bucky's counter argument that Harry is still better? No, I think it's boring. Harry went fucking to um, a party dressed as a fucking Nazi. That's hilarious. He did. That's fucking yeah, brilliant. Yeah. William would never do that because yeah. it's fucking boring. And he, have you seen his fucking. He's mm. received an airline. It's nearly at the back of his neck. Mm. He can fuck mm. off. Well, it's been like that since since he was about three or something. <laughs> since no, there's he was a video on YouTube. <laughs> but there's a video on YouTube of me bumping into. Um, but, but uh, being ushered away by the security guards when I uh, 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 Beauty and the Beast of all things at MGM Studios, yeah, I go over like, to them. Come on, you! We don't want to bore the prince. Fuck off! Come on, let's go. No, 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 no. There's me and I'm right there. There's me and I'm there's me and I'm right there. I go walking over and I get ushered away. So it's on YouTube. That's you can find it. Riveting banks. They cheers for that. Link, link on the page. Right. So next headline. Life, I'm never getting can I just inform the public that I do this for free? I have to sit here and fucking suffer this intolerable shit. <laughs> the good thing is, though, when we become the official podcast for the uh, House of Winter, um, you know, you'll, right. at le- you'll, you'll at least get some for the far right. You'll at least get something. Yeah, yeah we'll probably get a fucking a lifetime supply of underage kids. <laughs> We're probably going to get a tag on our ankles. That's what we'll get. And no internet God. access. But can you imagine how many podcasts we can record? What, with no internet access? None. Well, you don't need it. Oh, yeah, good point. No, because we'll all be in the same room. We'll just oh, meet God, at the God, anyway. I'm in the same room with you. Fuck. I'm <laughs> sticking my head through bars and wringing my neck. <laughs> yeah. I'll be going full Jeffrey Epstein, mate, I'm telling you. So if you just want to call 0800 123 123, we can get that sorted. Um, stick me in a room with Cookie. Is it? Yeah. It's oh, something like that. It. It's similar. <laughs> Because I sent it to Luke the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! The last headline. Can kill himself so bad. Hang on, shh, we're nearly there. We're nearly at the end. <laughs> the last headline. No, Too good. Not. No, we're not. 
are too bad. Yeah, you've got to do the headline. But the thing is, headlines supposed to be catchy. So too good or too bad. The last decade as a whole for the Royals. How has it been? Has it been good? Has it been bad? What are your highlights? What are not your highlights? Too bad up until the last couple of months. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's like they just had a normal oh life. My God. Like, I was surprised she didn't do the Queen's speech this year in like a fucking like dressing game with a ciggy in her mouth. Just like it's been a fucking rough one. <laughs> yeah. With a bottle of Lambrella inside of it. Fucking Lambrella. Cheers, Andy, you cunt. <laughs> Oh, I mean, if it, Get, send me to I'm, fucking send me to dignity. She, she, she's like, she's like, Philip, get car. Oh shit! Um, but um, but no, you've got, but no, you got. Um, I think you're right. There's a few kids, a few weddings, all these nice things, going to nice charitable events and whatever. And then Prince Andrew shows up with his best mate Epstein, and it all just goes wrong. Yeah, not I think it's up. just not a good thing. It's been funny for me because I'm no big fan of the Royals, so fucking. Mm. What do you think is going to be the outcome of the Harry and Meghan Markle debacle? Do you think it's just? Do you think it's just the press completely blowing nothing up? Yeah, it's completely blowing nothing up. So they want to step back and not be hounded all the time. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? The only people that give actually give a shit are like fucking middle and upper class people with lots of time on their hands. Everyone else in mm-hmm. the working class people that I know just don't give a fuck. They're just like, whatever. You know, I'm struggling to pay my bills. So, <laughs> fuck it. Who gives a shit? I, like, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the, the multimillionaires, even if the Queen says, right, we're taking away your fucking raw titles, we're taking away all the taxpayer money that you get, Meghan Markle's still got £4 million in the fucking bank that's hers. Who are you, her accountant? Well, it was, it was a fucking news story today, you fucking tosser. So you, this, you do half year. a fucking job all the time. She had $4 million <laughs> in, the, in their account before she got married. It's well, estimated that in the she first year of the Sussexes branding their logo or brand, mm. whatever you want to call it, they are set to make £500 million. What? From this like private private enterprise stuff they're doing, and this is what was cracking me up when the need because obviously he's chinning the media off a lot, and then all the media are going, "But how's he going to advertise all of his fucking his um like charity work and stuff?" And it's like all the fucking main media people get less less views than what Joe Rogan does a month, and he doesn't advertise for shit. The internet is so fucking much more like viewed by younger people nowadays than anything the mainstream media does. They're so fucking far like behind, and they've got their heads up their own ass. They can't keep up. So fuck. I've got, got a question, Cookie. With that five hundred million, right? So before the British taxpayer paid for the royal family, and it works out at like a pound a year or something. It's really not that much. It's it's nothing, but. I guess it all goes into a pot and then this is yours, this is yours, this is that or whatever. I don't think they ring the nan and be like, oh no, can I have a turner? I need to go to Lidl and get something cheap. (laughs) Um, But but if they're going to go alone, or even currently, do you think they still pay taxes? Of course they'll pay taxes to go private. No, but even, do you think they pay taxes now? And what do you mean by it depends where they're living? If they move to Canada or America... Canada, I think, in it. 
They'll have to pay Canadian mm. taxes on whatever money they earn. But what about, like, now? So in this situation that they're in, well, before, last year, before it all came out, they've still got an income. They're still obviously getting income from, the, I'm guessing they invest um, okay, they I invest their monies taxes, or they got their own to get that mm. money back through the tax what, through the Queen's fucking fund or whatever it's called anyway mm. don't they do you, do you think they get um, what's it called the um, the child weekly allowance thing <laughs> child CSA. maintenance, child maintenance. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, yeah probably not <laughs> but, but no hey, it is what it is so um, do any of you guys have any headlines that you'd like to discuss Regarding the royal family. Not really, no. I've got one for you that's happened Go. in the last decade. Go. Chuck it out there. Everyone's been kicking off about Prince Harry and Meghan's wedding that cost mm-hmm. an estimated £30 million. Okay. And everyone's been saying, oh, they need to pay it back if they're going to be leaving the royal family duties and all this shit, even though they're not. But not one person's mentioned the fact that Buckingham Palace and most of the estates like Windsor, St. James's, Clarence House and all that have been given £700 million of taxpayers' money for a refund, a refurb. Hmm. Do you think as well, no. when that wedding happened, no. so you're going to have all this tourism trade that comes in, especially at like Windsor and all these other things, do you think they probably made that back, the country as a whole made, made the £30 a million back? A more than the £30 million or whatever it is it costs mm. to to put that yeah. on. It's the same every year. The, the Queen brings mm. in billions of like mm. fucking tourist from, revenue vi- going well, from to tourism. Fucking, the like, actual figure is three seven five million a year. That's what they reckon. A year that comes in just through people visiting places. So that's mm. sorry, I should have specified that. That's just from people going to like Buckingham Palace tours, going around Windsor Castle's grounds and all that. Exactly. Shit. And how much of that do they get a year? Because it's nowhere near that. No, it won't be. So a lot the, of it is the put back into still the in fucking profit from massively. massively. Well, it's not just that. I mean, I mean that just might it might cost like a ten or twenty quid to go on a tour, or whatever. But then, like Mister, someone who owns like a little Italian restaurant or something in London, he's now got some extra trade because people have come in. It's it's got it's got to be billions here. But this seven hundred million cookie, what to renovate? As in, like what? It's so like, it's not just been over like four months. It's been over a long time, like the last 10, maybe even 15 years. Do you remember when Winds of Fire happened and all that? No. I can't remember the exact date. It's it just like not the maintenance and upkeep, but a lot, redoing all the plumbing, for instance, every like 20 years, all that plumbing's going to be mega out of date. And when you think it's not just the Queen's home, it's a tourist attraction, it has to be up to certain codes. So then that has to, like, they have to, you know, install lifts and all the main, all, all that ridiculous stuff. Like the health and safety stuff, side of stuff, that all gets paid for by the taxpayer. I couldn't give yeah. a fuck. Why, why would I care that the Queen gets that much money when Amazon pays less tax than I do? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Here's another one for you. Bojo went across to see the new Sultan of Oman with Prince Charles. A lot of people don't realise how many times the royals go abroad to not so much get involved in negotiations, but as a face, they are a brand to be sold to say, look, give us a trade deal with this, this, and this type thing. It's they the certain to get countries it because that, the queens... like, they get priority just because they're royals. 
Like, like, like with the Sultan of Amogs, the Sultans are royalty. Not No heads of state can just say, I'm popping round. Why do you think Boris Johnson went with one of the fucking royal family? It's because the royals can just say, I'm coming round, let's, let's meet up and have a drink and pass the condolences to the, the Sultan that passed away. Like They've they got like you know the VIP treatment. Not, not everyone so it's not that. so much... So you mean it's not so much in terms of like the royal family can just say we're coming... It's the person at the receiving end who's just like, oh my God, the royal family are coming. We've got to do something. No, not so much it's that. Princess I mean, Diana can, can say that. Can, can you... <laughs> well, uh, she had a nice pair of tits, so there's not many people that turn her away. But it's more like, can you imagine this? you're the sultan of one of these fucking Middle Eastern countries, like, and then like Bar- uh, Donald Trump just says, I'm coming to visit your country. You're going to be like, bitch, please. <laughs> I'm fucking royalty. You're just the president. Like that's that's the way royal people work. So when like when you got the royal families from around the world that talk to each other, and certain royals are friends with each other, like he can just pop around. He could bring the prime minister. They can organise things a lot easier and a lot smoother than what certain heads of states can. So especially with the with the sultans of Oman because we propped them up through the sixties, like it we can just do that. That's what a lot of people do because. A lot of people don't see with the royals is all the stuff to do in the background. I watched this documentary years ago about the Queen. Like, what has it been? Like, 50 years or something? She had a big anniversary of her being coronated or something. So it was then. And um, and what was really good, so the woman's like 90 plus years old. She, every Monday evening at eight o'clock, she meets now Boris Johnson to go through what's happened and all these other things. She, she's, she's up at like eight every morning and she, she literally just works stupidly hard. And this woman's a pensioner. She's beyond a pensioner. And, 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 and I, I'm not a royalist. I don't think any of us are really royalists. Jamie's already said that, but I was like, this woman's actually incredible. She's, she works stupidly hard. She, she never sat down. Um, and I thought it was brilliant. I genuinely thought it was brilliant, but the, the amount of work that they do is crazy. And she's she's the spearhead of it, all, in my opinion. To a certain degree, yeah. I don't think it's as good as what you say, but at the end of the day, she does do a lot that most people don't see. You know, I'm no big fan of the royals. I'm not not one to call for the to get rid of them. I think they can be useful. So. I think for the economy, they're a very good thing. So here's a question for you to end the podcast on. What happens to the Prince's Trust when Prince Charles becomes king? Gets given to William. William? Yeah. Why? It's not a royal thing. It's just Prince Charles set it up in the 80s. So does it become the King's Trust? Maybe. That's a good point. For those who don't know, explain what the Prince's Trust is. It's an organisation for cunts. Can't get a job. <laughs> so is that something to help us out then, yeah? Well, no, because I've got a job. <laughs> I just know it's a Prince charity. Prince's Trust is a I, I charitable really... organisation that focuses on youth but does extend to sort of like the homeless, and et cetera, et cetera. It mm-hmm. does things like basic life skills to uh, apprenticeships to employment to life experience etc etc and it was set up by charles sometime in the 80s people like tom hardy are ambassadors and founded in 1976 
There you go. Yeah. You know, things like that. So, there's a lot of stuff the Royals do. I mean, like Harry set up, uh, was it Harry and William or just Harry? They set up Invictus. Um, the Invictus Games. Yeah, yeah which is brilliant. Which, for those that don't know, is like... Um, it's like a, if you a like sport, wanking off like, over stumps, that's your program. <laughs> it's sort of like uh, the Paralympics, but for um, serving and ex-serving uh, personnel. Mm. So yeah, basically, it's like exactly. X Factor, where they give you the soppy story about cancer, but yeah. repeated and repeated I had my leg blown and repeated. Off in Afghanistan. <laughs> I stepped on a mine. That would definitely do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Not being funny. I'd expect a bit more sympathy from two people who have served. It's quite the opposite, mate. Like, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> a mate of mine got hit by an RPG, and he was still at the back of an armored vehicle. At the force of the RPG, closed the armored door of the the uh, the warrior, and took his legs off. Mm. Now has okay. a really successful career as a Paralympian, winter Paralympian, that downhill skiing shit, and. Uh, Probably has a better lifestyle now than what he did as a full screw in the army. Gets legless every all the cloud, time. every cloud, and then at least at least if he gets drunk, he, you know, he can throw out there that he's legless. Oi, oi! Oh, it's a crowd. I've drank <laughs> out of his prosthetic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's cool. So, <laughs> so did that's that become it. A thing, Chris? <laughs> what? Drinking out of his prosthetic. He used to bring it in the bar because he used to come back for like reunions and that type of shit. Yeah. And people were just drinking out of it in the bar in Bulford. That's quality. <laughs> Take your lad off. So if anyone wants to drink out of prosthetic, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, go to Bulford or something like that and treat yourself. Uh, but no, as for to the episode one of season three of the Uneducated and Agri this is episode one. It's, I'm not going to get more painful. Um, but no, just want to say uh, we hope you enjoyed the news this week. Next week, the uh, news stories uh, will be brought to you by one I'll of these two lovely people. I'll tell you exactly what's going to be next week. Go for it. By the looks of it, Trump. Trump? Ooh, a Trump Trump's special. Right. So that do you know what? Have you seen my You're comment on Facebook, them. Jamie? Nah, what's it say? Right. Don't worry. End the podcast. Is, all right perfect so uh next week we'll be hosted by later. cookie it seems and uh so from me it's goodbye bye see you later fucking die you can't <laughs> and end